0: Is a dangerous thing. Welcome to A Little Knowledge is a Dangerous Thing, the podcast. And I have with me today Joshua Taylor, who is a senior in high school at Clear Springs High School. Hey, welcome, Josh. How are you?
1: Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm really thrilled about this because we do share Something in common, uh, me having been a trombone player at one time and uh, actually majored in music for a while, although I ended up getting an accounting degree. Um, and, uh, and you've been playing trombone since when? Fourth, fifth, sixth grade?
1: Yeah, sixth grade.
0: How, why did you decide to play the trombone?
1: Um, well, I never knew that I was going to play trombone. When we were in fifth grade, They kind of were advertising band a lot for middle school, and I was never really interested. But for some reason, I picked up one of those flyers for it and then just kept it for a while. And then at the last minute, I decided to do band. And in fact, I remember someone told me that you would play trombone and I wanted to try it out. So I tried it out and I really loved it from the beginning.
0: Oh, cool. So I had some influence in that decision. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you how I decided to play trombone in the middle of the fifth grade. Our music teacher, that means we just got together and like she played piano and we sang for a, for, you know, an hour or 40 minutes, whatever it was. She got uh, engaged and moved to New York and, um, uh, The woman who came in after her was not of my liking. And a friend of mine, my best friend, um, Larry Curry, said, hey, why don't you play in band instead? So in the middle of fifth grade, I go to check it out. And they had two instruments left. See, the schools owned the instruments at that time, and at least for the first year or so. They had two instruments left. One was a clarinet and one was a trombone. And to me, it looked like there were way too many buttons on the clarinet. So that's why I decided to play the trombone. So there it is. <laughs> uh-huh. So there, there was no forethought in that whatsoever. And, uh, and I found out much later that uh, just because you have a slide and that's all you have to worry about uh, doesn't mean that it's easy. That's for sure, right? right tell me about your trombone and you have an f attachment on it do you not yeah i do so what is the trombone
1: uh the one i have it's a bot Bo 42 but basically the instrument is just a bell attached to the slide and instead of push pressing buttons you use the slide to go to the exact position for each note if you're off by even a half of a millimeter you'll be sharp or flat and it's, it's very hard to learn and to kind of get a muscle feel for each position but
0: yeah. eventually you have to have a good ear um, yeah because the uh for example you know there's seven traditional positions but third position in the various different partials as you go up and down is not exactly in the same place. So you need to know that. Right. So you have a good instrument. That's great. I'm looking forward to seeing the, uh, the band. You you have a solo, right? This, uh, fall in the uh, marching band. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah. So I got placed first chair at our school and, Our band director, they usually tell the music writers of our show, you know, who should have solos because they know who's good and who's not. And so they put a trombone solo at the very beginning and then a trombone solo later towards the end. And it's been really cool playing in front of a lot of people at football games.
0: Now, are you mic'd? so that you stand out from the rest of the band or you just play loud enough to where everybody can hear you?
1: Uh, no, I go over to the front sideline and play into a mic.
0: Okay, that makes sense. And, and the sideline, I assume, has um, other <clears throat> percussion instruments and all that are lined up along the sideline, right? Yeah. Okay, I have a pretty good picture. And by the way, we did a uh, podcast of Amanda um, a couple of weeks ago And she was talking about the Blue Knights of Denver, and she's been helping them as an instructor on mellophone for a number of years. So it's one of those uh, drum and bugle corps bands that uh, uh, she played in at one time and so did uh, her husband, who is my son, Dan. So there's uh, more music uh, in the family too, as well as marching band. Now, tell tell me about low brass Academy. Is that like a few week thing that you go to during the summer? Or how does that work?
1: Uh, it was a one week thing in July. Um, I just had to sign up for it. And then every day we went to the university of Houston. We, there was about 200 low brass people. So trombone, euphonium, tuba and bass trombone. And we got together, played, and then, uh, Broke off and played with just trombones and learned this music in a week. And then at the end of the week, we put on a concert.
0: Nice. How many tunes did you play in that?
1: Um, With everyone all together, we played two and then just trombones played another two pieces.
0: That's cool. Glad you got to do that. Do you find it helpful?
1: Yeah, it was helpful and fun. They had a special guest come in to help us out. So one of the days it was one of the trombones from the Houston Symphony came in.
0: Nice. So you have uh, connections now to trombonists in more than one symphony, right? (laughs) Right. Well, tell us about the experience that you had taking a lesson from Toby Oft, who is the principal trombonist of the Boston Symphony Orchestra.
1: Oh, yeah, it it was great. He taught me a whole new way on how to practice. It wasn't the traditional lesson where you know they tell you what to work on and all that he taught me a new way of how to practice my music and how to be consistent every day and that's really helped me
0: have you shared that with other people
1: um not really i just kind of kept it to myself
0: (laughs) and therefore the guy who's in first chair is defending first chair (laughs) (laughs) and also, you when did this happen that you went uh tried out for the Houston Youth Symphony? You did get selected for that, right?
1: Yeah, I did. So the I decided to audition for that just for fun to see if I would make it. There's a lot of people that try out all across the Houston area and I learned the music in a couple days and then recorded myself and submitted it. And it was honestly not, it wasn't nearly my best. It, for me, it wasn't that good of a performance. And then a couple of months later, I got the email that said I made it. But, and so I was really happy. But because of all this marching band rehearsals, weekends and competitions, it was just too much to have to commute to that every weekend.
0: I can understand that. Yeah, These things are demanding. Just, just being in the high school band is demanding, What's your rehearsal schedule like?
1: Uh, Mondays are off days, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are three-hour rehearsals from three to six right after school. And then Fridays, we have football games, so we stay at the school and then go to the game and play. And so it's four out of the five days of school that we have marching band.
0: And is there a contest at the end of the season?
1: Um, uh, starting in October, we'll have a contest every Saturday, and we're going to have about five of those.
0: Oh, five. Oh, okay. Five different yeah. contests that you, uh, you'll be rated as a band, and probably sections as well. They usually do winds and percussion and that type of thing in those, right? Yeah. So what does the trombone section look like this year? Is it pretty good?
1: It's a lot better than last year. Yeah, it's pretty good. We got... About half our section is freshmen, and they're
0: all pretty good. So you retired all the slackers? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say that. This 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 podcast won't go anywhere. That's fine. <laughs> so after high school, I understand that uh, you do plan to attend college, not for music major purposes, but for another interest. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so I've always kind of not knew what I was going to do, you know, major in. Uh, I love music and I love being in band, but it's not really something I'm going to go down a career path. It's just really risky and all that. But I'm going to definitely stay in band and stay in music throughout college. But I've been thinking about my major choice being in architecture because that stuff really interests me.
0: How did you get interested in architecture?
1: Uh, My dad actually was explaining because he went to college for a little bit and was doing some architecture and he showed me his old stuff that he used to do and design and draw. And it really interests me. And I like just designing different stuff.
0: That sounds like a terrific way to go. And are you considering any particular schools?
1: Uh, my number one choice right now would be university of Houston and, uh, if that fails, then I have a few other schools just in Texas that I would like i would like to go to, but I'm definitely going to stay in the state most likely.
0: That sounds terrific, Josh. Hey, thanks for being on the podcast with me today, and make sure to send me links to some of these halftime shows and other recordings that you guys do throughout the year because I would love to take a look at those.
1: Okay, I definitely will.
0: All right. I appreciate you being on, and I'm sure that we'll talk again. And in the meantime, everybody should remember that...